What's up, guys? It's Amazon Goddess Miss Molly. Um, I totally fucked up. Last time I had answered these questions for, and I know I'm going to butcher her name, Gemma? G Gemma? I, I know I butchered it. I don't even Gemma Dusty. <laughs> but I know I but I had recorded the question <clears throat> the questions and the answers like a while ago, but then I don't know what happened to the recording. For some reason it didn't post. Whatever the case is, we're gonna start over today. Um it's just so much to write that I figured it'd probably just be easier if I put it in a podcast anyways. Um that way you could just replay it back over and whatever you needed to use you could use. Um well let's get into it. The first question you asked me what does Findom mean to me? Findom means to me is the total power of exchange in a relationship. It is the last thing that I, I I feel that men use to measure their how do you say this masculinity or their manhood or their testosterone. <laughs> Everything is wrapped around their money. So in order for me to control that, that's a lot of power. So I'm not only taking control of their mind, I'm taking control of their something physical, which whether it be, you know, body contact or in this case, it's the money. So that's, that's, if Indon means to me, is just the ultimate exchange in the, of power in a relationship or a, DNN, a DNS relationship, meaning a dominant and submissive relationship. Um, how much of my life revolves around Findom? Oh my God. I don't have a life outside of Findom. <laughs> From sunup until sundown, I'm doing something that is involved in Findom, whether that be contacting my subs that didn't contact me the night before, who didn't do their daily reports, um, and I have to hit them up and see what's going on, to finding new subs. So that means advertising and putting my name out there and making a name of myself. So 24-7, literally, my life revolves around Findom. <laughs> or some type of this, uh, sex work. You said... Number three, how long have I been doing it and how did I start? I started, I want to say like three, four, five years ago, specifically Findom. Now, I've been in the sex industry for 15 years. I started, you know, just how any girl to get into the lifestyle, I'm pretty sure did, was, I mean, I walked up and down streets, so, and I was hopping in and out of cars to to pull Johns and pull dates, Um, and then it slowly came to the internet, where it went to Craigslist and the back page, and then from back page and Craigslist, I kind of was, you know, exploring on the internet, and I ran into a website called FetLife, and FetLife is awesome, if nobody has a page on there, they definitely need to get one. But FetLife kind of introduced me into the BDSM world where I started seeing, you know, the different fetishes that were out there. I signed a couple of modeling contracts and doing a photo shoot, I had heard someone over talking about Findom. And then that's when I just kind of forced myself into that and learning and every day is a learning process. But I, I wanted to particularly just focus on the Findom part. So I want to say just focusing on the Findom part of probably about five years. Um, do you prefer Findom to sex work and why? Yes, I do. A hundred percent. And you probably could have asked me this question like, even a couple years ago, I probably would have said no. But now I'm to the point where I feel like I have so much power when it comes to Findom. I feel like I don't have to lay on my back in order to have control over a man. I feel like I, I can control their mind, which would control their actions all over the phone. I mean, I, I honestly don't believe like I need to meet them in order to have that complete empowered control over them. So I definitely prefer Findom over escorting in its in itself i mean i feel like now i feel like if i'm resorting to escorting to pay the bills or resorting to escorting for whatever reason i feel 
like that power is kind of taken away from me. I f- it's not that my, my clients are degrading or anything like that, but I feel like that power that I have while doing FinDom is kind of diminished. It's kind of like pushed off to the side. And I've seen, you know, in times in, in, in lives or in sessions that I have done escorting where I'm just like, oh, no. Like when before it would have passed. Now I'm like, oh, no, I don't know what you thought this was. <laughs> so I'm really quick to cut it off. <laughs> Um, so no, definitely, I definitely prefer FinDom over escorting. Not that it's wrong either way, but talk us through a standard day of your life. Well, a standard day of my life? I don't know what standard is. So, (coughs) excuse me. I don't know what standard is, but I can tell you that whenever I do decide to pass out, um, Um, and I wake up in the morning, I get up whenever I want to get up. So that's the nice thing about doing this work, this type of work or whatever you want to categorize it as. Um, I could do whatever I want. I could wake up whenever I want. I go to break whenever I want. I can, you know, go out there and advertise when I want. So I get up, take a shower, of course, got to wake all the way up and then I'll just start checking my emails. I'll, I'll not make it known that I'm up for probably about two or three hours, um, and then after that is when I'll start to get on Kick, which is a messaging system, um, and I'll start getting active in the groups. And then that's when I start getting active on Twitter, and that's just when I'm letting the outside world know that I'm I'm awake. <laughs> so it's probably about two to three hours before the time that I actually do get up that they, that the outside world knows that I'm up. Um, after that, then it's just constantly on Twitter, constantly on the different at the websites that I use to advertise or the websites that I use to communicate with my subs, whatever way that I need to, I'm on there. Um, and yeah, it's just doing that again. If I have a sub that I need to figure out what he had to do for that day, or if I have a sub that I own, I have to check and make sure that he's done everything that I've requested. Um, emails, that's probably majority of my day is handling emails, 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 because regardless of the sites that I'm on, I do get notifications when somebody tries to reach me. So I want to say right now I have like over 30,000 emails and that's not even a spam folder. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I just keep doing that and, um, until I fall asleep again. <laughs> I try to fit real life in between there, but it, honestly, there really isn't any time. Would you have been able to make it through your 20s without money earned from FinDom? Let me see. I'm 32. Yeah. I mean, I, I could have. Definitely. Now, as far as sex work, no. Just being in the, being a sex worker, no. But FinDom specifically, yeah. Have you ever felt a danger and why? Um... I don't want to say a danger, and and it's crazy because the way that I was brought into the lifestyle is completely opposite than what every other girl that I've ever ran into has been brought into this lifestyle. So the knowledge that I have is like 20 steps ahead of them. Like I, I've already been through the rough parts. I've been through almost dying. I've been through, you know, the scary parts and all the threats and all that stuff while I was doing, you know, the sex work on the streets or the escorting. So it gave me a little bit of a heads up or a little bit of an upper hand when it came to dealing with the fin subs or dealing with the subs because I already know their games. I already know I could tell which ones are seeking attention. I could tell which ones are full of shit. And, you know, I know what's out on the Internet because I want it out there or I put it out there myself. So there's nothing really that they can do to me that would scare me in any way. (laughs) Unless one of them came knocking on my door. And let's not do that. (laughs) Let's not give them any ideas. Um, Do you think more people will turn to FinDom rather than sex work like being a sugar baby? There's two things. First of all, a sugar baby is not sex work. 
<laughs> for me nor is it Findom. so that's like the worst ex- like two things to ever put together a sugar baby is someone who pretty much is just a spoiled ass hooker <laughs> if you want to ask me a sugar baby is someone who will give companionship who will give time who will give you know their sugar daddy or whoever it is that's giving them an allowance or giving them money or whatever the case is whatever the situation is that's set up a sugar baby will give them that that time or whatever it is that they want now a findom no it doesn't work that way you're giving it to me because i deserve it you don't deserve it so there's a there's a difference there's a findom and a, a dom in a submissive relationship is way different than a sugar baby and, and their sugar daddy whatever you want to call them now do i feel like more people will turn to it yes i think now that society is has glamorized this lifestyle or has glamorized sex work period excuse me and it's it's got this stigma that came along with it that it was easy money or that it's easy quick cash it's not and only the the ones that are truly into this into this work or into their life into this kind of lifestyle are going to make it and you know you'll have those times of the year where it fluctuates where you got all these new girls and they'll fall off by the end of the year anyways because they realize that it's it's a lot more work than people think <laughs> um let's see what kind of men do you talk to what kind of men do i talk to i'm guessing this means in my personal life in my personal life, believe it's funny. In my personal life, believe it or not, I am the most submissive person you'll ever meet. <laughs> like hands down, the type of men that I date are, you know, African American with the dreads, and they're just very dominant, and I submit to them fully, and that's just how it's always been. I've always been one to always cater to my men and make sure that their needs are met, and that I can be everything that I can be for them, so their life is easier. So again, I believe that gives me the upper hand as far as being a Findom because I also know what it's like to be in that subspace. So I I know what they're looking for when I have someone submitting to me because I can kind of put myself in their shoes to an extent. Um, and I know how that feels or that feeling. And nobody can give me that if they don't know, if they've never been there. Um, do, do you ever meet any of the men? And if so, what happened? I have met quite a few but the ones that I deal with online as far as like kick or if they find me off of twitter I haven't met anybody in in real life I don't think um but I have you know when I have posted ads I have met some subs in real life um but for some reason I just feel like it's harder for some reason I don't know if it's just because I'm still kind of exploring my dominant side so I'm not too comfortable in my shoes as far as like in person it's a lot easier to talk shit over the phone <laughs> or be just really dominant over the phone because they're not face to face so i don't feel like i'm being judged as much i guess you could say so i i haven't met any of my subs that i that i've done my findom with in person that'd be pretty cool though what's the strangest thing that you've ever been asked to do um to be honest with you, and I still think it's strange, the strangest thing that I've ever been asked to do was I had this sub that made this Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. And, like, you could tell he was a CEO of a company, or he he was. And, <laughs> um, but literally every block had, you know, his bills in one block. He literally had mapped this out so all the way up until December of next year of how he was going to fit in supporting me and making sure that my needs were met and making sure that I was spoiled, making sure that he could cut back on this, 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 and that. And it literally was like broken down to the penny. 
like this man literally put that much time in to break this this the schedule in or make, make this whole fucking life plan and then ended up ghosting like the next night so i'm like what the fuck <laughs> Like, it just made no sense. I had complete control of everything. I had his bank account. I had um, his credit cards. I had every single thing that I needed to spend money in my possession. And then the next morning when I woke up, it was gone. It was like, what? In, I don't even know. I, that was, it was weird. It was totally weird. Um, and it's still weird because I've never had that happen to me yet. But that I, I think maybe he just might have changed his mind or I don't freaking know. But he had all of it changed. Like, it's not easy to replace your debit cards and your credit cards when you lose something. But he had it all replaced and me blocked and just it was it was crazy. I, I really some part of me believes that it never even happened <laughs> the way and how quickly it changed. Um, so, yeah, I think that was all the questions. I think I asked the questions. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, definitely. I I definitely and like I said before, I definitely enjoy doing what I'm doing now. It does give me a sense of power. It gives me the sense of control that I never had being in an abusive relationship. You know, prior majority of my life, I never had that power. I never had that control. It was taken from me and it was abused. So I feel like me doing what I'm doing now is giving me a sense of ownership back that I had taken from me and I feel like nothing is going to take that away from me now and I don't put up with nearly half the shit that I used to put up with I don't, and I don't allow people to treat me nearly anywhere close to what I used to let them treat me as and it's and it is because of Findom it's tremendously helped my self-esteem tremendously um to be able to hold my head up high regardless of what society or regardless of what's been told over you know over the internet and i'm able to hold my head up high and just think you know what somewhere down the line someone just sat on a cactus for me or (laughs) you know i have a guy that'll pay me to kick him in the balls so really what you say doesn't really matter (laughs) so yeah fendom has tremendously helped me a lot (coughs) excuse me (coughs) so i definitely like i said before you know the new girls that are coming on the scene they think it's going to be some quick fast easy money and it's not it's definitely not it's a big responsibility that you have to understand what you're taking on because you do have the subs that i control every move from the time that their footsteps out of that bed i know what they're doing the day because i planned it out to the ones that will just eat you know dog food or ramen noodles for the rest of the week because they gave me their paycheck um but it comes with a lot of responsibilities because i have to pay the mortgage i have to pay the car payment i need to make sure all the bills are paid um even though he just gave me his paycheck so you know it's not whatever tv's glamorized it as it's nothing nearly as easy as that i wish it was but it's not and i mean the true definition of findom is that they get off by just giving us the money and not expecting anything in return Okay, well, that's great. I mean, now I do. Ha- I mean, you do get those. You get the guys that will come across that truly have a fetish for that, which is nice. Um, but majority of the time, it is. It's usually comes along with another fetish, like small penis humiliation or some type of humiliation tasks or cock and ball torture. Something else is usually accompanied to the fin down part. Um, so, like I said, it's just another aspect as far as having that total power of exchange within a relationship. Um, but yeah, no, definitely all the new girls that are coming in when they realize it, yeah, you got to kind of put in a little, little bit more work than what I was expecting. They always dwindle and fall off and go back into something else. But those who really, truly enjoy 
this fetish, whether that be a fetish of money or a fetish of control or just being worshipped, whatever the case is, they tend to stick around a little bit longer. Um, but it's definitely, I mean, even after, what, five years, I'm still trying to make a name for myself. I'm still, ex- you know, expanding and I'm putting, you know, my face out there and it's just never ending work. The internet has brought this new dynamic where, yeah, in some parts it's easy, excuse me, to bring your, you know, to make a name of yourself, but it only goes so far. You got to keep going and keep branching. You got to keep mingling with different people, keep, you know, exploring different websites, different avenues, whether that be cam work or if that just be, you know, a fetish modeling shoot, you might just run into a sub or it's like, it's a never ending process because this world, this BDSM world is forever, forever expanding, forever introducing something else that's new. So just when you think you've got it, yeah, you go to sleep and then you wake up the next day and it just went 500 feet further. <laughs> so it's definitely a learning process and it's definitely a, definitely an enjoyable experience, that's for sure. But I know you, I hope this answers all the questions how you expected them to. Um, but if not, I definitely look forward to hearing from you again. And maybe we can actually get a like a real live one-on-one question asking from the view from you guys who listen and then maybe some people that she knows. Because um, I definitely do have a different insight than most, well, I'm going to say a lot. <laughs> I have. So, all right, keep listening, guys, and send me the questions just like always. Have a good one. What's up, guys? It's Amazon Goddess Miss Molly. Um, I totally fucked up. Last time I had answered these questions for, and I know I'm going to butcher her name, Gemma? Gemma? I know I butchered it. I don't even Gemma Dustin. <laughs> but I know I but I had recorded the question, <clears throat> the questions and the answers like a while ago, but then I don't know what happened to the recording. For some reason, it didn't post. Whatever the case is, we're going to start over today. Um, it's just so much to write that I figured it'd probably just be easier if I put it in a podcast anyways. Um, that way you could just replay it back over and whatever you needed to use, you could use. Um, well, let's get into it. The first question you asked me, what does Findom mean to me? Findom means to me is the total power of exchange in a relationship. It is the last thing that I, I, I feel that men use to measure their how do you say this masculinity or their manhood or their testosterone (laughs) everything is wrapped around their money so in order for me to control that that's a lot of power so i'm not only taking control of their mind i'm taking control of their something physical which whether it be you know body contact or in this case it's the money so that's that's if indom means to me is just the ultimate exchange in the of power in a relationship or a DNN really a DNS relationship meaning a dominant and submissive relationship um how much of my life revolves around Findom oh my god I don't have a life outside of Findom <laughs> from sun up until sundown I'm doing something that is involved in Findom whether that be contacting my subs that didn't contact me the night before who didn't do their daily reports um and I have to hit them up and see what's going on to finding new subs so that means advertising and putting my name out there and making a name of myself so 24 7 literally my life revolves around Findom <laughs> or some type of this uh, sex work you said Number three, how long have I been doing it and how did I start? I started, I want to say like three, four, five years ago, specifically Findom. Now, I've been in the sex industry for 15 years. I started, you know, just 
how any girl to get into the lifestyle I'm pretty sure did was I mean I walked up and down streets so I, and I was hopping in and out of cars to, to pull Johns and pull dates um, and then it slowly came to the internet where it went to Craigslist and the back page and then from back page and Craigslist I kind of was you know exploring on the internet and I ran into a website called FetLife and FetLife is awesome if nobody has a web uh, page on there they definitely need to get one but FetLife kind of introduced me into the BDSM world where I started seeing you know the different fetishes that were out there I signed a couple of modeling contracts and doing a photo shoot I had heard someone over talking about FinDom and then that's when I just kind of forced myself into that and learning and every day is the learning process but I, I wanted to particularly just focus on the FinDom part so I want to say just focusing on the FinDom part of probably about five years um do you prefer FinDom to sex work and why yes I do a hundred percent and you probably could have asked me this question like even a couple years ago I probably would have said no but now I'm to the point where I feel like I have so much power when it comes to FinDom I feel like I don't have to lay on my back in order to have control over a man I feel like I, I can control their mind which would control their actions all over the phone I mean I, I honestly don't believe like I need to meet them in order to have that complete empowered control over them so I definitely prefer FinDom over escorting in its in itself i mean i feel like now i feel like if i'm resorting to escorting to pay the bills or resorting to escorting for whatever reason i feel like that power is kind of taken away from me I f it's not that my my clients are degrading or anything like that but i feel like that power that i have while doing findom is kind of diminished it's kind of like pushed off to the side and i've seen you know in times in 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 lives or in sessions that I have done escorting where I'm just like oh no like when before it would have passed now I'm like oh no I don't know what you thought this was <laughs> so I'm really quick to cut it off um so no definitely I definitely prefer FinDom over escorting not that it's wrong either way but talk us through a standard day of your life well a standard day of my life I don't know what standard is so <laughs> excuse me I don't know what standard is, but I can tell you that whenever I do decide to pass out, um, <laughs> um, and I wake up in the morning, I get up whenever I want to get up. So that's the nice thing about doing this work, this type of work or whatever you want to categorize it as. Um, I could do whatever I want. I can wake up whenever I want. I go to break whenever I want. I can, you know, go out there and advertise when I want. So I get up take a shower of course gotta wake all the way up and then i'll just start checking my emails i'll i'll not make it known that i'm up for probably about two or three hours um and then after that is when i'll start to get on kick which is a messaging system um and i'll start getting active in the groups and then that's when i start getting active on twitter and that's just when i'm letting the outside world know that i'm i'm awake <laughs> so it's probably about two to three hours before the time that i actually do get up that they that the outside world knows that I'm up um, after that then it's just constantly on Twitter constantly on the different at the websites that I use to advertise or the websites that I use to communicate with my subs whatever way that I need to I'm on there um, and yeah it's just doing that again if I have a sub that I need to figure out what he had to do for that day or if I have a sub that I own I have to check and make sure that he's done everything that I've requested um, emails that's probably majority of my day is handling emails 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 because regardless of the sites that I'm on I do get notifications when somebody tries to reach me so I want to say right now I have like over 30,000 emails and that's not even a spam folder <laughs> 
so yeah that's pretty much it and then I just keep doing that and um until I fall asleep again <laughs> I try to fit real life in between there but it, honestly there really isn't any time would you have been able to make a three or 20s without money earned from FinDom let me see I'm 32 yeah I mean I, I could have definitely now as far as sex work no being in this being a sex worker no but FinDom specifically yeah have you ever felt a danger and why um I don't want to say a danger and and it's crazy because the way that I was brought into the lifestyle is completely opposite than what every other girl that I've ever ran into has been brought into this lifestyle so the knowledge that I have is like 20 steps ahead of them like I I've already been through the rough parts I've been through almost dying I've been through you know the scary parts and all the threats and all that stuff while I was doing you know the sex work on the streets or the escorting so it gave me a little bit of a heads up or a little bit of a upper hand when it came to dealing with the fin subs or dealing with the subs because I already know their games I already know I could tell which ones are seeking attention I could tell which ones are full of shit and you know I know what's out on the internet because I want it out there or I put it out there myself so there's nothing really that they can do to me that would scare me in any way <laughs> unless one of them came knocking on my door and let's not do that <laughs> let's not give them any ideas um, do you think more people will turn to FinDom rather than sex work like being a sugar baby there's two things first of all a sugar baby is not sex work <laughs> for me nor is it FinDom so that's like the worst like two things to ever put together a sugar baby is someone who pretty much is just a spoiled ass hooker <laughs> if you want to ask me a sugar baby is someone who will give companionship who will give time who will give you know their sugar daddy or whoever it is that's giving them an allowance or giving them money or whatever the case is whatever the situation is that's set up a sugar baby will give them that that time or whatever it is that they want now a findom no it doesn't work that way you're giving it to me because i deserve it you don't deserve it so there's a there's a difference there's findom and a, a dom and a submissive relationship is way different than a sugar baby and, and their sugar daddy whatever you want to call them now do i feel like more people will turn to it yes i think now that society is has glamorized this lifestyle or has glamorized sex work period excuse me and it's it's got this stigma that came along with it that it was easy money or that it's easy quick cash it's not and only the the ones that are truly into this into this work or into their lives into this kind of lifestyle are going to make it and you know you'll have those times of the year where it fluctuates where you got all these new girls and they'll fall off by the end of the year anyways because they realize that it's it's a lot more work than people think <laughs> um let's see what kind of men do you talk to what kind of men do i talk to i'm guessing this means in my personal life in my personal life, believe it's funny. In my personal life, believe it or not, I am the most submissive person you'll ever meet. <laughs> like hands down, the type of men that I date are, you know, African American with the dreads, and they're just very dominant, and I submit to them fully, and that's just how it's always been. I've always been one to always cater to my men and make sure that their needs are met, and that I can be everything that I can be for them, so their life is easier. So again, I believe that gives me the upper hand as far as being a FinDom because I also know what it's like to be in that subspace. So I, I know what they're looking for when 
I have someone submitting to me because I can kind of put myself in their shoes to an extent. Um, and I know how that feels or that feeling. And nobody can give me that if they don't know, if they've never been there. Um, do, do you ever meet any of the men? And if so, what happened? I have met quite a few but the ones that I deal with online as far as like kick or if they find me off of Twitter I haven't met anybody in in real life I don't think Um, but I have you know when I have posted ads I have met some subs in real life Um, but for some reason I just feel like it's harder for some reason I don't know if it's just because I'm still kind of exploring my dominant side so I'm not too comfortable in my shoes as far as like in person it's a lot easier to talk shit over the phone (laughs) or be just really dominant over the phone because they're not face to face so I don't feel like I'm being judged as much I guess you could say so I I haven't met any of my subs that I've that I've done my findom with in person that'd be pretty cool though what's the strangest thing that you've ever been asked to do um to be honest with you, and I still think it's strange, the strangest thing that I've ever been asked to do was I had this sub that made this Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. And, like, you could tell he was a CEO of a company, or he he was. <laughs> um, but literally every block had, you know, his bills in one block. He literally had mapped this out so all the way up until December of next year of how he was going to fit in supporting me and making sure that my needs were met and making sure that I was spoiled, making sure that he could cut back on this, 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 and that. And it literally was like broken down to the penny. Like this man literally put that much time in to break this, this, this schedule in or make, make this whole fucking life plan. And then ended up ghosting like the next night. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it just made no sense. I had complete control of everything. I had his bank account, I had um, his credit cards. I had every single thing that I needed to spend money in my possession. And then the next morning when I woke up, it was gone. It was like, what? I don't even know. That was, it was weird. It was totally weird. Um, And it's still weird because I've never had that happen to me yet. But that, I I think maybe he just might've changed his mind or I don't freaking know, but he had all of it changed. Like it's not easy to replace your debit cards and your credit cards when you lose something, but he had it all replaced and me blocked and just, it was, uh, it was crazy. I I really, some part of me believes that it never even happened (laughs) the way and how quickly it changed. Um, So yeah, I think that was all the questions. I think I asked the questions. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, definitely. I I definitely and like I said before, I definitely enjoy doing what I'm doing now. It does give me a sense of power. It gives me the sense of control that I never had being in an abusive relationship, you know, prior majority of my life. I never had that power. I never had that control. It was taken from me and it was abused. So I feel like me doing what I'm doing now is giving me a sense of ownership back that I had taken from me and I feel like nothing is going to take that away from me now and I don't put up with nearly half the shit that I used to put up with I don't, and I don't allow people to treat me nearly anywhere close to what I used to let them treat me as and it's and it is because of Findom it's tremendously helped my self-esteem tremendously um to be able to hold my head up high regardless of what society or regardless of what's been told over you know over the internet and i'm able to hold my head up high and just think you know what somewhere down the line someone just sat on a cactus for me or (laughs) you know i have a guy that'll pay me to kick him in the balls so really what you say doesn't really matter (laughs) so yeah thindom has tremendously helped me a lot (coughs) excuse me 
So I definitely, like I said before, you know, the new girls that are coming on the scene, they think it's going to be some quick fast easy money and it's not it's definitely not it's a big responsibility that you have to understand what you're taking on because you do have the subs that I control every move from the time that their footsteps out of that bed I know what they're doing the day because I planned it out to the ones that will just eat you know dog food or ramen noodles for the rest of the week because they gave me their paycheck um but it comes with a lot of responsibilities because i have to pay the mortgage i have to pay the car payment i need to make sure all the bills are paid um even though he just gave me his paycheck so you know it's not whatever tv's glamorized it as it's nothing nearly as easy as that i wish it was but it's not and i mean the true definition of findom is that they get off by just giving us the money and not expecting anything in return Okay, well, that's great. I mean, now I do. Ha- I mean, you do get those. You get the guys that will come across that truly have a fetish for that, which is nice. Um, but majority of the time, it is. It's usually comes along with another fetish, like small penis humiliation or some type of humiliation tasks or cock and ball torture. Something else is usually accompanied to the fin-down part. Um, so, like I said, it's just another aspect as far as having that total power of exchange within a relationship. Um, but yeah, no, definitely all the new girls that are coming in when they realize it, yeah, you got to kind of put in a little, little bit more work than what I was expecting. They always dwindle and fall off and go back into something else. But those who really, truly enjoy this fetish, whether that be a fetish of money or a fetish of control or just being worship, whatever the case is, they tend to stick around a little bit longer. Um, but it's definitely, I mean, even after, what, five years, I'm still trying to make a name for myself. I'm still, you know, expanding and I'm putting, you know, my face out there and it's just never ending work. The internet has brought this new dynamic where, yeah, in some parts it's easy, excuse me, to bring your, you know, to make a name of yourself. But it only goes so far. You got to keep going and keep branching. You got to keep mingling with different people, keep, ex- you know, exploring different websites, different avenues, whether that be cam work or if that just be, you know, a fetish mod- modeling shoot, you might just run into a sub or it's like it's a never ending process because this world, this BDSM world is forever, forever expanding, forever introducing something else that's new so just when you think you got it yeah you go to sleep and you wake up the next day and it just went 500 feet further <laughs> so it's definitely a learning process and it's definitely a definitely an enjoyable experience that's for sure but i know you i hope this answers all the questions how you expected them to um but if not i definitely look forward to hearing from you again and maybe we can actually get a like a real live one-on-one question asking from the view from you guys who listen and then maybe some people that she knows because um, i definitely do have a different insight than most well i'm gonna say a lot <laughs> I have so all right keep listening guys and send me the questions just like always have a good one